Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. B. Mitch and Finley, 106.7 The Fan. Y'all go try to go through this game uh, from the weekend. We've been... Doing different things, finding out the blame pie. We also we haven't got to the point where right now, I know JP posted this is Carson's team now. I reposted that. The guy told me, stop saying that. I say, whoever's taking the snaps at quarterback is their team. And to make sure we said it was Taylor's team when he was taking snaps. I know people don't like to hear certain things like that, but ultimately, that's just how you say it. Is that person team that's taking the snaps. We give the quarterback way more love than we should at times, but that's just how it goes in the sports world. We're not saying it's not nobody else's team, but when you're the quarterback, you get singled out. 
as that guy. Agree with you there. I think it's um, it's going to be a really interesting situation for Ron to navigate here, but I, it, it sure seems like he's going to want to go with Carson. Um, my guy Lap has been on hold for a while. I want to let him give his blame pie. What's up, Lap? Lap, you there, bud? Lap, are you are you there? I know you're there. Can you hear me? Maybe that's a better thing to ask. Yeah. All right. Jeff is talking to him now, trying to lock it all in. Um, B, I, I wanted to talk about Jack Del Rio, because I think if you go back a couple weeks ago, thank you. Brian just gave me a lamb chop. It's making my day. If you go back a couple weeks ago, Daniel Jones in New York killed them with his legs. So then it was clearly a focal point for the offense, for the defense rather, to slow Daniel Jones down on the ground in the game here against the Giants. Mm-hmm. And that worked, but the problem was Daniel Jones then carved him up with his arm. And he kind of did the same thing Heineke did in the first half over the weekend where he was really good on third down. Hell, they converted a fourth and nine two weeks ago. Yeah. But they were running that zone. And wouldn't get out of it. Right. So you have a game plan to accomplish one thing, and you get that. But in turn, you're opening something else up. Yeah. I think we saw the same thing yesterday. And you and I were kind of talking about this. I think they they went to California with the goal, we're not letting McCaffrey beat us. Christian McCaffrey finished that game 15 carries for 46 yards. He had the touchdown, but that was just Kyle rubbing it in late. Um, another two catches for 12 yards. But one of the most explosive players in the NFL, you held to 17 touches for 58 yards. I, I think if you had told Ron and Jack before the game, hey, our game plan is going to limit McCaffrey to under 60 total yards, they would have said, hell yeah. But you know what? But the big plays buried them. The big plays buried you, but you see, they can say hell yeah, but you also have to be ready for – the fact that if someone is doing something and they see that you're focused on stopping it, they're going to adjust. And they made an adjustment off of they are keying on Christian. Play action to Christian, throw it down the field. We didn't make an adjustment off of that to say, okay, we have to be concerned down the field too. So they had us in a pickle. Because if we were to focus on trying to stop Kittle and drop him back, then he was going to have more work. So their goal as an offense is to be successful, come up with points. They were doing that. So it's like you we could go and that could be a caveat. Man, we stopped Christian McCaffrey. But you didn't stop the rest of the offense. Right. But what they were they basically wanted you to key on their 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 big dog so they could make everybody else work. I yuck, as they were saying. He he was uh, he was working you too. The lines have come out for this weekend. The Commanders are two, two-and-a-half-point favorites over the Browns. Um, keep that in mind. Here's an update on the situation. Everybody they needed to lose lost. The Lions lost. The Seahawks lost. The Giants lost. Now, all of a sudden, you got to worry about the Packers, but you have a head-to-head win against them. Mm-hmm. Commanders win the last two, and you control it. You lose one of these two. Is going to get quite complicated. Ask your question. 
few weeks ago, we were talking about them being in the playoffs, if everything ended at that point, and we were excited about it. They're tied and lost two in a row. Are you super excited right now when you think of playoffs? Uh, I mean, I love playoff football, but it's hard to – I mean, people are like, ah, well, who could they beat? Well, they just played the Niners, and – it was close for a while, but it was an ass, they got their ass kicked. And they, you lost thirty-seven to twenty. Ultimately, that's the score. You had thirteen points for about forty-five minutes in that game. Um. So I, I don't, I don't know that I need to fly out to California again to watch that again. Maybe they give Minnesota a better shot. Uh-huh. They play Minnesota tough here. Minnesota has a way of winning games. Yes, I still would be excited about the playoffs. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying you wouldn't be excited. I'm saying, are you anywhere close to how it was before? Because when you have wanted to talk about, you've been wanting to talk about playoff football since week five. (laughs) Right. And I held you off for a minute. When it got close to week 10 and you started getting excited, I don't think the excitement level is as, as high right now because right now I think more people see this as we might make it. It ain't necessarily like we went out there and just took it. It's like it just fell in our lap. Yeah, yesterday legit fell in their lap. Um, when I so I expected the Seahawks to lose playing the Chiefs, but the Lions getting blown out in Charlotte. Look at that team. The NFL's a wild place, man. Look at that team right there. That team was awful. Finally, Wilkes takes over. They are playing some competitive football. They right run there. the hell out of the football. <laughs> I think, you know, in a lot of ways, everything kind of broke right for the Commanders. I wouldn't sleep on the Browns, dude. I I don't think people should. I don't know that Cleveland's good. Mm-hmm. And it hasn't looked good with Deshaun Watson back. And they gave him a lot of money. But that's a team that can run the ball. Should you beat the Browns? Hell yeah. But you're only a two-point favorite at home? Tells you plenty. What are Vegas trying to tell you there, Jay? I mean, it says on a neutral field, they'd probably like the Browns. So, a legit question. Jeff got mad at me earlier because he didn't get to give his blame pie, and then we made fun of him for how much pie he eats. So, Jeff, I want to give you the opportunity for your blame pie here, buddy. Who you mad at? First, 20% is going to my boy, Scott Turner. Bro. Bro, bro, bro. That's all I have to say. 20% is going to Ron Rivera. Ron, what are you doing? Another 20% is going to Jack Del Rio. And more specifically, the one stuck out more about Jack Del Rio. The 20% of Jack Del Rio stuck out to me more. Is because one the seventy yard run, then Kittle down the middle. What was it twice during that drive? And that the Kittle thing stood out to me the most because one, the middle of our field has been wide open these past couple of weeks. Uh, two, Logan said it. Um, Logan said it when he had uh, what was it countdown to kickoff uh, yesterday. 
he was like, I'm more scared of George Kittle streaking down the middle of our field and going in for a touchdown wide open. And literally, it, it happened. And not having Cam Curl was a killer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it was it was a major killer. And then my um my next twenty percent, it's it's going to the offensive line. Um they have to do better. Um I know they had some good pass rushers um on their defense, some some all pro guys, but this is the NFL. You have to step up. Yep. And what's what's that? Twenty, forty, sixty, eighty. And then my last my last, even though Heineke played a good game in the beginning, it, it got to go to Heineke because you know your offensive line is struggling. You know you don't have that much time with Nick Bosa coming off that edge. You have to get rid of that ball. And, oh, also going back to Ron's 20%, I, I put that on Ron because uh, as, I, as we was talking, JP, um, off air, I think that was bad. I think even though Taylor came out strong, I think that that word of him being uh, possibly being uh, benched for uh, Carson Wentz, I think it, it ultimately played in in subconsciously. You thought Taylor was hesitant, right? Yeah, I, th- I thought he was real hesitant. I think he was. I thought he was really scared to make a mistake yesterday because I don't think that That's is not something. The way to win, it is not. If it came out, granted, like we said, it did come out earlier on our show. When you uh, played the interview, but that type of news does not need to be in national media, especially coming from Jay Glazer. We see Jay Glazer every Sunday on Fox Talk. That's not something that should have broke hours before that game because we like, like B said, we like to think players don't hear that stuff, but they hear it and it, and that, it does subconsciously play. Didn't to that, that game. news break just right, just about the same time as the news broke about? Who liked Carson and who didn't like him, and Ron got mad at the media. Remember that? Remember that when after the game, yeah, the, after the Bears game. So I'm the guy. So the question, I the question the I ask is, who makes the decision to put a quarterback in or not? Ron. So that news had to come from somewhere that somebody that was near him or him. Probably it, it came around the same time as other. So why weren't you mad at the media that day? He he generally only likes to flip out after wins because I think the optics of flipping out in that kind of spot after a loss is tough. Um, Jeff, you said something interesting there, and maybe I'm alone on this. I thought Turner messed up in the Giants game at FedEx a couple two weeks ago because Robinson's gouging them on the ground, and he just got away from it. Robinson got four carries in the second half. Gibson only got one. The run game was working, and they got away from it. And I think that was a real mistake. I thought the game plan yesterday in San Fran was actually pretty good. I, I, I mean, they ran the hell out of the ball. Brian Robinson had 15 carries at halftime. I think they they couldn't get much going, but they stuck with it. And there were plays to be made. Now the quarterback generally didn't make them, but I, I wasn't mad about the offensive game plan yesterday. Well, I'll say this is what I was. I was. I was. I was a little disappointed. Were you? Because we want him to run the ball, but when it's not working, you have to figure out something off of that run to help you. Yeah. What I saw Scott do yesterday is exactly what I see most golfers do. If you are hooking the ball to the left, 
it is damn near 100% of the time you're going to start hitting it way right because you're going to start aiming so far right because right. you, you overcompensate. He overcompensated yesterday from going from, uh, I keep saying yesterday, Saturday, from going from the run, the, the leaving the run so I early to sticking it, sticking with it past. Listen, there is a delicate balance that you reach when you're calling plays. If I know they are beating us at the point of attack, we can't block them consistently, I am going to run play-action pass off of it or do something else. If they, have I was run, expecting yesterday, and I kind of think we saw it, like some like little bit of petulance, like, oh, you don't think I run enough? We're going to run it today. And that's what I'm picking up. Yeah. On those four plays in, fourth, in first and goal, a fake get under center, fake to Robinson, fake to Gibson, pop a tight end, pop. They are wide open. I'll put money on it. I but no, think- we have to – he. he Whenever they make adjustments, it's like they're forced. They give to Robinson three straight carries. They're, they're, One of those could have been play action. Yeah, you feel like you're forced. I think they they react in a way that you making me do something I don't want to do, so I'm gonna do it all the way and do it. And show you, it doesn't work like that. I felt as though they could have at least. So Bosa, they they were they were doing their thing. We could have at least put like make Joey think of. I mean Joey Nick think about coming there. We wasn't even chipping them coming out of the backfield at first. I'm like. Geez, even even if it disrupts the timing of the play a little bit, you got to give Taylor. Every time somebody. they lined up in that empty set, I thought Taylor was going to get his head knocked off. Mm-hmm. Cringed every time. Yeah, like Johnny, you got a blame pie? Yeah, I do. Uh, let me pull it up. I'm working on this podcast thing. All right, uh, <laughs> all right. Here it is. He, um, he writes his stuff down, man. <laughs> I have 55 percent on the secondary. I thought that George Kittle long deep touchdown. Um, Really changed the um, momentum of the game. I thought our D line did pretty well, like JP said. You know, CMC had 15 carries for 46 yards and two catches for 12 yards. I think you take that all day. Um, but no Debo Samuel either. So Brandon Ayuk had a bigger game than he probably should have. Um, I'll go 10% on Charles Leno because it kind of be like me trying to tackle B Mitch. You know, uh, <laughs> there's not really anything you could do, but he still did get destroyed. And then I'll go 35% on Scott Turner just because. Um, he didn't really help out Charles Leno against Nick Bosa. Um, I thought we had a, should have had a better game plan with maybe going with Heineke or Wentz, starting just one of them right away. And uh, I think we should have run the ball more in the second half also. All right, Johnny. Tailgate Ted chimes in says, I had an issue with the long-developing pass play that Turner called versus the 49ers pass rush and not always having a running back in to chip on Bosa. Early in the game, they were using a tight end to help on Bosa, but they got away from it. All fair criticism, man. Bosa took that thing over in the second half. Some of that you got to tip your cap because he's an excellent player, but you'd like to think you can game plan for it. And I would just add, two weeks in a row, an opposing edge rusher has taken over a game. Yeah. Bosa, Thibodeau, and Miles Garrett's coming this week. And also Clowney. So you think they're not going to try I'm going to show you a, a, a pass, um, a left tackle from the Eagles in the, in the Eagles-Cowboys uh, game. And Michael Parsons coming off the edge. He did he did exactly what, uh, Leno. what Leno did. When you drop that big leg back inside, you can't stop the guy. You give him a straight, a direct pass, 
a path to the quarterback. All right, we're going to help Johnny pick a college at one thirty because the phone lines are going to go here. I think this question is simple here. Were they outcoached, or did the Niners just have more talent? Outcoach or out-talent? 800-636-1067, 800-636-1067. John, you're in charge of answering the phones. I believe on line two is none other than Rev T. We're going to lead off with Rev T when we return. Don't go anywhere. It's B. Mitchell Finley. Rev T is on the line. Rev I don't know. T. Hopefully he has a blame pie, but frankly, he can talk about whatever he wants. I just enjoy hearing the man speak. Rev, how you doing, bud? Man, I'm all AJP, man. Happy holidays to you, man. You too, And buddy. you know I was, wa- I was watching the, the CBS special, you know, with the clay, claymation people, when they seen Frosty. You know what I'm talking yeah, about, the man you. with the Lord. Right, you and, and and I saw Baby New Year's, and I thought of you, JP Philly. I said, <laughs> "Damn, that, damn, that look like JP. He could be in a remake or something in a remake." Uh, but man, I'm glad you called. made it safe. I'm, I'm I'm glad you made it safe for your flight and everything. I I know what you was trying. You say you did it for yourself. No, you were trying to give back to your wife and your kids for Christmas. I'll be home for Christmas. Well, you were singing that on that plane, <laughs> weren't you? Or that flight, and you still ain't gave me my bottle. Sure. You still ain't gave me my bottle of Hennessy yet. But <laughs> anyway, though, we're, 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 <laughs> B Mitch, I'm sorry I couldn't come to the party. I, I, you, well, you know, me and uncles, we we had a gathering early while we was wrapping gifts. You know, and Mary Jane too. But in, in, anyway, though, Jeff, uh, uh, B Mitch and, and my team, uh, my I keep saying that y'all know who it is. The one hundred six seven fan family. Uh, what happened uh, Saturday night uh, afternoon in San Francisco was called supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Did y'all hear what I said? Mm-hmm. It, it was super for a minute, right? But once they started to hit Hannity, he became fragile, and guess what? It became an espialidosis. I don't know what the hell espialidosis <laughs> means, but it sounds like a whole bunch of confusion to me. And, and, and right now, this Washington Commanders team, it, it, it reminds me of the movie with Richard Pryor, Which Way Is Up? Which Way Is Up with the defense? Because, see, in, in the offense, in the special teams, because, see, you call it deja vu if you a real Washington Commander fan. We didn't been here before. We the seen when the offense is good and the defense is bad, and the defense is good and the offense is bad. Where the hell is we gonna find the balance? Where the hell is we gonna see the light? I don't know, but this might help. Lord, help them, Lord, Lord, save the Cabamas against the Browns when they come to town. Because if they don't, it's gonna go down, down, down. Y'all know who this is. Happy Hanukkah. Kwanzaa and Sunday Kanisiwa. Y'all know what this is. The people's eye, man. Say it with me, y'all. Ready? Believe, baby. Watch with me. Ow! Love somebody. What a legend. Thank you for the call, Rev. Um, it is remarkable how different the vibes are. Funny difference a month makes, man. Yeah. I sat in the Giants Stadium press box 
that about a month ago now, three weeks ago. I mean, so they played they played up there on December fourth. Commanders had won three in a row. They'd won six of the last seven. They took a ten nothing lead. I was sitting next to Pete Haley, and at that point, he and I looked and started speaking, and we were like, listen, man. They could compete with anybody in the NFC. We said the Niners are going to be really tough. They've already beat the Eagles. Cowboys are going to be tough, but they could, at that point in time, run the ball, play defense. Now, frankly, I don't think they would have any shot against these AFC teams, the real Mm -hmm. power brokers in the AFC. But I thought in the NFC, in that moment, 10 nothing, Giants Stadium, they'd won three in a row. Man, they might do this. We might. You you know I have a ski trip planned the end of January. Yep. And I, I've, we did it because it's my wife's birthday, but I with the caveat, listen, if they make a run in the playoffs, I can't go. Mm-hmm. Everybody understands. Eyes wide open. In that moment, I was kind of checking the uh, insurance on the flights and make it, in case I got to cancel some stuff. Like, this could all change. What happened since that moment? 10 nothing at Giant Stadium? Since that moment, they've lost two in a row, had a bye week, had critical players get injured. And they tied a game that they were leading, you know. They, from that moment on, they lost 20-10. to 10. From that moment on, they've been outscored 77 52. Mm-hmm. I, I think ultimately, as we look at this thing, though, when you were making a comment they could compete with anybody, I think every team right now know that that we have to face in these playoffs got pass rushers. And they know that they have all the chance in the world of getting to our quarterback, no matter who he is. They know that. It's about stopping your D, uh, you know, stopping their running game, and I think ultimately you have to go out there and make sure you can stop the running game. And if you stop the running game, then they say we make we make this team one dimensional in the passing game, we're going to kill their quarterback. So, the game against the Eagles, to me, would have more weight if the Eagles were not a team that they see twice. Because I think the NFC East goes so many different ways. So at this point, we lost to Dallas. Tied the Giants, lost to the Giants, lost to the Eagles, and, and beat the Eagles. Only one time I said one. We won one game in our division. Got the Cowboys coming up, and we lost to the Cowboys with Cooper Rush. You might see a Cooper Rush again, depending how it all shakes out. No, it's just, it's, it's I've been saying that man. for weeks. That Everybody's like, oh, the Cowboys might not have anything to play for. Doesn't matter. They're the Cowboys. They show up against this team. I mean, your Super Bowl season. Mm-hmm. One of those two losses was to Dallas, right? Yeah. And were they a wild card team that year? No, nah, they were horrible that year. They were they were awful, right? Yeah. That was one of their only wins. Yeah. Like, there's a reason everybody in this city hates the father ducking Cowboys. Mm-hmm. So it, it, miss me with the oh they'll be resting guys. But, but, so but, but, what? But, but think of that mindset. <laughs> Just totally think of that mindset. Everyone that care is talking about how big of a fan they are and how much they care about the team, they're basically saying that the way we get in is playing a team and they don't have nothing to play for and they play all the backups. Think about that. What is that really saying about your team? That they have to play their backups for us to get into the playoffs. 
So as I look at that, yes, you'd be happy when you see them in the playoffs. But ultimately, do you really consider that a playoff team? We won a division at 7-9 or 7-8-1, whatever it was. And still today, many people don't give that a lot of credence to that year because you were, you lost more, you you lost more games than you won. It's hard to really jump into that and say, yeah, I know, I, but we, we're a good team. No, we, slid, we, we talked about how bad our division where we slid in, and I think most people see it as that. They don't sit there and go like, look, we, we went on a run. No, nobody look at it like that. So something has to get to the point where the positivity flows with it all the way through. Instead of, I hear everybody worried about what other teams are doing this, that, and then. how about we just take care of our own business? When you do that, you got no problems. But who would consistently, who would truly go and put their name on that, that they believe this team will handle their own business? So that's such a great point. I, I mean, <laughs> it's easy to sit here. If you want to be of the mindset, well, they get to play the Browns, and the Browns suck. Accurate. Browns are 6-9, and nine, minus 20-point differential. Got a quarterback that's been out of the game for basically two seasons trying to figure, figure it back out. Browns are 6-9, and nine, minus 20-point differential. Okay? We all sit here and say they suck. Well, commanders are 7-7-1 seven, seven and, and a minus 28-point differential. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, <laughs> oh, but don't worry. The Cowboys won't have anything to play for. Cowboys are 11 and 4 and plus 131 in point differential. Mm-hmm. And it's a division game. They might not have anything to play for. I mean, they're clearly locked into the five spot. But, like, what does that even mean? Like, conceptualize that for me. Mm-hmm. They're going to bench Pollard? He's their number two back. Is Michael Gallup not going to play? Mm-hmm. They already lost to Cooper Rush this year. Stop with the this is easy. We've got two home games against bad teams. Like, stop with that. They are in an absolute dogfight to get into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Absolute dogfight. And not understanding that is a fundamental flaw for Commanders fans. It's going to be vicious, knockdown, bare knuckle fight to get in. And if you think anything else, you're fooling yourself. Don't go anywhere. I don't know why I just got so pissed off. Oh man, just taking a bath you in that crazy, thing. You are crazy, boy. Um apparently, Jeff, intern John's math tutor is on the line. You ready for this? Oh dude? yeah. We had him what was it? Friday or Thursday? 
Thursday. I think Friday, yeah. Friday, Friday. All right, this is my guy Matt. Matt, what's up, man? Who you mad at? <laughs> hey, how you guys doing? We're good, man. Uh, <laughs> John told me we were talking about the game on yeah. Saturday. Uh-huh. Go for it. What are you mad um, about? <laughs> well, I'm mad that we lost. Uh, <laughs> that was not good. Um, but I want to say I take a small positive away from that game and that we were pretty competitive in the first half. And a couple plays, you know, the two fourth down plays, uh, the Heineke turnover deep in our own territory, you know, without those types of plays or those fourth down plays go a different way, you know, I think that game could have a different outcome. So obviously, you know, we're not quite at that level yet where San Francisco is, where teams like Philadelphia are. But as we saw in the Philadelphia game, everything goes right. We've got such a good collection of skill position players. Dotson looked really good. McCorn looked really good. Right? Samuel's nice. Brian Robinson's nice. So we've got such a good collection of skill position players. I think when we're in a spot where when things go right, we can beat these high-end teams. You know, so I feel like at least the game's interesting going in knowing we have a chance. Hey, Matt, I appreciate the call. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, of course. How old are you? 33. No way. You sound (laughs) young, dude. I thought you were going to be like 21. Yeah, I'm 21. I'm in college. I'm getting me some extra money on the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Appreciate yeah, you, Matt. No, no. Good call, dude. Thank you. All right, man. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> that's my guy, Matt Clancy. That is intern John's math tutor. And I, a guy that sounds very young. If he looks like he sounds, look yeah. at all the women because he looks incredibly <laughs> young. <laughs> he uh, a big Crit- beard like Denton. He does? Yeah. That sounds like Matt has a beard. Doesn't it doesn't it? sound like a fellow <laughs> with a big beard. Like when Jeff talks, I can th- I can hear a fellow with a big beard. Uh, oh, Chris. A big fellow. <laughs> Chris is in D.C. and wants to talk quarterbacks. What up, Chris? Yeah. Hey, how y'all doing? I'm, I'm glad you're taking. I'm glad you're taking the call. Um, I watched the game on Saturday. I saw that it was competitive from the beginning. I just wish that the coach gave a little bit more uh, time with Heineke because he has driven us in the direction that we're in right now. I don't think there's going to be any change with Carson Wentz. Because regardless of the quarterback, the issue that we're having is the offensive coordinator and his and his call and, and the play calling that he's doing. Because it, when you're first in goal, why are you throwing three passes when you got two great running backs back there and you can score a touchdown easy? Every team does it, but it seems that we're doing it in the worst way in which we're just throwing three passes. We're three and out every time and we're kicking a field goal, and sometimes we lose because of it. And so we end up trying to go for two points after scoring a touchdown because we're down. It seems like on the offensive side of the ball, most of it deals with offensive calling, and it comes from the coaching booth. If you're not going to coach the team in the right direction, then we need to find a new offensive coordinator because at this point, we got great co- we got great players on the team. We need coaching direction right now, and that's, what, that's the way I feel. I don't think that they should change that quarterback. I man. Good but, call, man. Thank you, buddy. I think they went the complete opposite way this week where they ran it four times in a row and still didn't get in the zone. Yeah. Yo, how about this? Some pressure on our boy Tailgate Ted. What's that? This is, he, uh, he did a Sam Cassell dance, and I'm a little worried it might backfire. Tailgate Ted says he canceled Christmas on his wife to save up money for the playoffs. And if they don't get in the playoffs now, he's got to celebrate Christmas in June, and that's when she gets her presents. Ooh. I imagine Mrs. Tailgate is pissed. 
She's a big fan. I met her. Really nice woman. Goes to games. Can't be canceling Christmas on your wife, dude. Oh, man. This football stuff ain't that important. I'm being real. Uh, breaking news. Unless you land down with the commanders, you better be make sure you think of the one you land down with. Breaking news. What you got? Not a surprise whatsoever. An NFL coach has been fired. Ooh. Yes. I'm guess. Okay. Mm-hmm. Houston? Nope. Who played yesterday on national television? Got thumped. Oh, 51-14. Uh, it was the Rams and who? Broncos. Broncos. That's right. <laughs> so they got rid of Hackett already? They fired Hackett. Ooh, Lord. What is? What are we, 15 games into his uh, NFL but career? He, had, he signed a three or four-year deal. Five He's going to get paid. He's getting paid. The problem is Russ, but Hackett sucks too. So, good, good luck, dude. I, like I don't feel bad for this guy. He's gonna make probably twenty mil mm-hmm. for being bad. Wow, what a world! My man can make twenty mil for sucking. But did who who hired him? Did the, did the Waltons hire him? I doubt it. So because that that process, if you remember, I think the sale got finalized like in August. And he was there. He was there. In so they they're January. basically saying, you know what? We don't want to go along with him. We're starting over. <laughs> yeah, but they gonna they gonna play that Russ again next year. New owner shows up. They tend to change things. Yeah, if they if they let Russ go, that means that they just got a lot. They got too much chatter. That you can't let Russ go. Like they have the money for it, but it would blow up your cap. It would destroy it. Right. It, it, Russ is they they're already destroyed. They got no first round picks. Drabs Hawks got the. Whatever, that'll be the third pick overall or whatever. But, dude, I generally think coaches need a little more time than they get. I think the dude Hackett sucked and getting ready. Well, his, his words were, we were not prepared. We weren't ready. That's on you, bro. If you're not ready, the last thing a head coach wants to say publicly is that my team wasn't ready because that all falls in your lap. And they have a good defense. <laughs> yes. Broncos are four and eleven with a minus seventy two point difference. My question: Who was? Why was Ripman on the sideline arguing with the offensive lineman? Well, that I don't know. That wasn't that game. Go ahead, John. There was just a lot of heated emotions. Randy Gregory also was throwing punches at the end of the game. But but, but my thing is, your backup quarterback was arguing with the offensive lineman, like as if you about to fight the offensive lineman, dude. Crazy, aren't you? Yeah. One of the things I read, too, it was a report. They said after— That's Mark's nephew. In the first game. Yeah, I know. In the first game when he decided to kick that super long field goal instead of go for it. <laughs> right. On uh, fourth and three, they, he said he, they lost the locker room that day in the first game against Seattle. Wow. It, listen, if you lose the locker room in the first game, it means you suck. It, it's not necessarily about going for the field goal. It's about— you know, I we think don't... most coaches better realize that it's not about you. It's about the people that play for you. Right. And if you don't make them feel good about things, you got a problem. Uh, people on the phone lines, Frank, John, we're coming to you when we return. Phone lines are open. We're going to help John pick a college at one thirty. And I wish somebody would get us out the North Pole while we're on radio. It is cold as hell in here. Goodbye. That's an oxymoron, isn't it? I don't know. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.